Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, you know, it's not... It's if so it, funny the porn star is telling me that I'm putting too much pressure to have, on my son to have sex. That's, yeah, that's a little... I'm, <laughs> I'm putting pressure on your son to have sex within the context that, make him feel, that makes you right. feel safe enough to show up. Right. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. My mother is Karen Lee Poder. She is a sex expert cougar, and I am a comedian. I can't even do this intro without her. She's not here today. I mean, she's going to be on the show very soon. You're going to hear her voice in a matter of minutes. But right now, she's not here for the intro because she's in Vegas with her girlfriends. And I believe, actually, right now, she is watching Thunder Down Under which is, I think, a male strip show. I think that's where my mom is right now and why she's not recording with me. Anyway, I wanted to let you know that this episode is unbelievable. This is an excerpt from the three-hour interview we did with Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley, for those who don't know, is a huge porn star. She was the biggest porn star of the 80s. She still is an active porn star today. And now she is a big sex educator, one of the leading in the world. And I didn't realize at the time uh, how incredible this section is, but I cannot tell you how excited I am for for you to experience this. Nina gives her her beliefs on the role that sex should, and porn should play in someone's life. She gives incredible sex tips, especially related to how to overcome performance anxiety for both men and women. And she even goes into like how to learn how to have good sex. Then she talks a little about monogamy and cheating. And then this, this is where it gets pretty remarkable. She starts talking about what tw- the 20s are supposed to be and what sex is supposed to be like in your 20s. And she kind of convinced me that I should take her up on her offers to mentor me sexually. I think that's what she, she, she definitely offered that at some point, not in this interview, but the first part, uh, that we, that we aired in the past. Uh, but this, and and I want to make sure I'm clear. This, this interview was recorded in February. So that was eight months ago. Note that we have never aired this section before. So this is all brand new material that you're about to listen to. And my views on sex have kind of progressed a little bit. I'm still dealing with this question about how much casual sex versus how much relationship sex you should be having. But I think she makes a very compelling case in this interview to be more experimental, uh, which is it might lead to some interesting decisions uh, in the near future. So... Please stay tuned, and my mother is not here to harass you, but if she were, she'd be telling you to go online and and subscribe to the damn podcast, and please leave a rating and review on the iTunes store. I would be very grateful if you did that. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Stay tuned. Today we have a very special guest on the show, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley. Hey. This is so exciting. I just love this so much. Nina (laughs) Hartley. You took a different, you know, sex positivity. We talk about it a lot. You probably hear about it, Cam. So I took the, the... being out there in public route, no children to embarrass. So, um, <laughs> and but, I took the, I'm but, gonna, but, but she's gonna, but, but I didn't have it, but we need women like your mother with a good sense of, uh, sexual, um, honesty to be raising the next generation of people to make decent boyfriends, you know? Um, it's very confusing for me being raised in, with such a liberal mother. Like this is the, I think where we're heading. But it, I'm kind of like the first of this. Exactly. Yeah. A lot yeah. of a lot yeah. of his friends and people that have listened to our show say, "I wish I wish my mom and I could talk about sex." And why wouldn't they though? Why do parents feel the need to act like this is something they cannot talk about? I don't even understand it. 
Well, there's a you know I'm not a biblical I'm not a Bible person, but there's a the biblical taboo against seeing the nakedness of your parents, and so there's something primal there about you know I I I I came from there, and that's just sort of creepy, weird. Yeah, and it's still weird. Like I would never imagine, try to imagine you naked or having no. sex. No, and we don't really talk all that much about my personal sex. Life. No, but but sex in general, you know, don't, when when your mother and I were your age and younger, it was the full-on 70s, and women of a younger age were encouraged to go have adventures. Mm. So what now is considered cross-generational predation of an older you know, an older person, to, it's like to a younger person, women of 15, 16, 17 are like, let's go have some fun tonight. Let's, let's see what trouble we can get into. And that was considered completely okay for that decade. Yeah, that, mm. it, it, it was, was a, our decade. Yeah. It was the 70s. You had to be there. You, you can't, you know, that, that's good. that covers no. so much. The, the 70s, then, you had to be there. Yeah, and so, also we didn't have the diseases. Right, and then there's, and nothing, there's nothing could happen to you that you could not, you know, abortion was newly legal, right. and nothing couldn't be fixed with a pill or a shot. Right, there, were, there was no yeah. AIDS yeah, at the no, time. No. And, um, uh, yeah. There was herpes, but that, that they've been herpes for millions of years, so that's just one of the things in the world, but, and that's not going to kill you. Right, that so was nothing the could, worst that could happen Right, nothing could, nothing could kill you. Yeah. Um, so, and it was a fun time. It was a fun time. <laughs> I'm telling I you. I didn't do much about it. I, mean, I didn't have sex. I was 18. Uh, I but, was but, 19. But still the seventies. But in terms, but before that, I, I was exposed to pornography, um, when I was a teenager because there was a used bookstore in our neighborhood that had an erotica section. Oh, I love that. Did you reach Nancy Friday's My Secret Garden? I did. I was <laughs> underwhelmed by that. I was reading. I, I, I was reading great Victorian smut like *The Pearl* and *Autobiography of a Flea* and *A Man and His Maid* oh. and *Fanny Hill*. So very, very purple prose Victorian. I liked a lot of it. I liked *Playboy* magazine. Me too. Pretty girlies and boobies. Oh did God, you, that's what we. I we yeah. Had, we didn't have porn, so literally the, the, I had the, the, the to doodle, go sneak into my friend's basement to her dad's to her *Playboy*, dad's Playboy yeah, magazine, yeah. and it turned me on. Even totally. though I don't consider myself to be. Gay, beautiful women say, beautiful but... women have been an object of adoration for as long as there have been women because women <laughs> you know so uh it's perfectly normal to be a heterosexual person to look at playboy and go wow those are some really pretty ladies and you get yeah. turned on by it though yeah and that's all we could actually have at that point right but, but th- that's <laughs> enough when you're when you're a young teenager that's enough sure <laughs> so now cam has had a different uh we we talked about my uh exposure to nina hartley now, Cam has had another perspective on his well, exposure also, to Also, here's the deal. So, I'm going to be honest. I don't watch a lot of porn. Not a problem, young man. It's probably better for you. I don't. I, so, I didn't even know who you were until she interviewed you for the first time and started raving about it. And then her boyfriend not, Non-stop started. interviewing. I, not, I could not stop raving about Nina because I'm telling you, you just we are definitely kindred spirits. Besides totally. the fact that we look similar, we yeah. just talk and think Very, and act yeah, similar. So, yeah. so, I mean, we're like best buds even though yeah, we've met yeah. twice. Yeah. And so, I tell people there's one thing you can find online that I call mom approved Nina and that's called Tuesdays with Nina I think I may have mentioned it to you I did a vlog a few years ago and people would send in real questions and I would just sit in my with my laptop computer no makeup regular t-shirt and just answer the questions off the top of my head so I, uh. I say so there's no I don't use sex toys as props and I'm not I'm not you know, giving you cunnilingus techniques on a piece of fruit or anything silly like that. <laughs> and Damn, so, I want to see that. And so I, um, so I, I say it's, it's wife approved. So if a guy wants to introduce Nina to mm. his wife, so instead of, you know, that movie, he, here, I don't swear very much in it. You know, it's almost safe for work. Okay. And um, Tuesday, just Nina? Tuesday to, just go on. Now it's all escaped onto the interwebs. But Tuesdays with Nina was the name yeah, of the show. Like Tuesdays with Maury, right? Yeah, and, and, there, and, and there and there and there are like a hundred episodes. I mean, I don't know if they're all oh, out, wow. but I did a hundred. I did a hundred of them. I mean, they really, they really. And I bet they're all really, really good. I had a really good time because I'm trying to. I'm not a straight person, meaning I'm not only am I a bisexual person, I'm not monogamous. I'm I'm very politically left center, um, and so trying to. I'm not vanilla. I'm very kinky. So trying to do the algorithmic translation of what I know to be true into language and an attitude that a conventional person can grasp and not go, well, that's just a West Coast. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. It's yeah, and so, but it's something anybody can use. You don't have to be freaky or weird or kinkier or non-monogamous or anything like that, because we all know the smallest unit of sexual, the smallest sexual unit is the individual, not the couple, the individual. Uh. And so everyone is tasked with the job of becoming comfortable in this package, becoming comfortable in this package, becoming yeah, comfortable in this yeah. package. No other distractions. You until we can all become comfortable with ourselves alone in a room. You know, nobody else. Can I be okay with myself all by myself? Uh-huh. Can I basically like my body well enough 
you know, treat it nicely, show it, know it, get to know it, show it some pleasure, you know, be nice to it. It doesn't matter who we're dating or not dating. Um, right. So, and that, and that's, that's chapter one. Chapter one. And that means get a, you mean you need to get a therapist, get a therapist, you need to get sober, get sober. You need to get, do it. That's, it's, it's, you can't. Our culture says, if I fall in love, it will be better. You'll fix me. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. called it's called new relationship energy, NRE. The bright, shiny, oh my gosh, and, and you'll fix me. And and then that lasts for four to six months, and then it goes, the endorphins go back to normal. It's like, who are you? You know, you don't, yeah. whatever, what, whatever goes on at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. so back, so, so now I'm back, so I'm now I'm back to being with myself. It's like, oh, right. there again. You still got to deal with the self. Yeah, and as an ongoing thing, but the the primary thing is there's, and you're lucky that whatever issues you have to deal with, what you don't have to deal with is a sense of guilt, shame, sin, dirty, wrong right, about right, your desires. Right. That there they do ten years of therapy right there. Right. Well, so here's what's interesting. And two marriages. <laughs> so because I was raised by such a sexually liberal mother, and she actually pushed me to have sex and like get out there and experiment. I really didn't have a strong, I don't have a strong desire to like really, I'm not that sexual of a person, I think. I, I mean, maybe it's that I haven't experimented enough. I think for you, you might be one who is more engaged when you are romantically involved with a person. It's, it's, so exactly you're, 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 you're not a one night stand guy. You're a, you're, you're a, you're a relationship guy. That's a very popular guy to be because all the women out there go, where are the relationship guys? Right. Being raised by mothers like you. Aww. So there's no, you're not supposed to be any other way but how you are. So there's, there's no way. Well, I'm 21. I should want to be getting banged every night of the week. It's like, yeah, but you don't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. L- we just got done interviewing. Listen, Pierre, Pierre listen to what <laughs> listen to what your body wants and go <laughs> yeah. with that, young man. It's really the best way to do it. So there's no there's no right way to be 21. There's only one way to right way to be Cam, which is being Cam. Being Cam. Right. Um, so just so don't feel bad. Yeah. So so then what is what do you think? The role of sex is there a specific role sex should play in someone's life or porn should play in someone's life well two things the the role that sex sexuality and sexual expression should play in someone's life is to affirm self create intimacy and not hurt self for others Hmm. whatever whatever that looks like so some people need to be celibate for a while that's just you know what i just need to like get back and just be with myself other Mm -hmm. people it's so the role of sex besides babies is intimacy affirmation self self-love and awareness pornography which means any sexually explicit media educational fantasy porn's a fantasy it's a paid professional performance of You're a kidding. fantasy i thought it was real i know right <laughs> and that's when people get into trouble oh, when they think God. that so you so mean that woman that had like a baseball vex yeah no that was real she but real. <laughs> she, no, i'm saying she did she didn't well, love that well, see, this is this is so. First, the people who most people who make porn are not like other people. They are sexually adventuresome. They are exhibitionistic. They're competitive. And that's they the have something. Too. Do, they have something to porn, prove. But, but the porn stars I've interviewed do enjoy it. And oh yeah, no, that, that's why that's why we're here and you're not. Stigma is sh- shifting. It's still hard to get jobs afterward, but that's a different conversation. So the people, who, most people who appear in movies adult movies are sexual adventurers some adventure and they like it from and what they I've like it yeah. and they like it now they may not have orgasm all the time but they love showing off they love trying something new they right. love being the center of attention they love the party whatever that's perfectly legitimate the role of porn in and relate in a personal life obviously inspiring masturbation or hopefully teaching you something it should not be a substitute for going out there and trying to meet people. The role of pornography within relationship, a healthy healthy use of pornography in relationship is to spark interest, conversation, and action. So as a, not to, I'm not, I'm not going to copy what's on the movie, but oh my God, that looks sort of fun. Do you want to see what we can do? Mm. We're professionals. Don't try this at home. But if you can, if, if role playing, being a professional, sexy for you, rock on. Right. So, so the pornography use should support the relationship not the other way enhance around. Enhance it. And yeah, so yeah. support what's already going on a little or a lot. I also say within for people who prefer to be physically monogamous um, and there is a uh, desire discrepancy, pornography can be very good for helping the higher libido person masturbate um, and so not to feel frustrated that I was saying, I want it three times a week. He wants it once a week. Go watch yeah, him yeah. porn. So, so, so <laughs> once a week we make love. Once a week I get to masturbate by myself and once a week he'll help me while I, 
he'll help me masturbate while he doesn't have to perform sexually. Mm. He'll hold, he'll, my favorite thing, this is a great thing, actually, sex life with my mom. So, young people out there, <laughs> you're going to college and you have finals next week. And you know what? You want to get off a little bit of pressure, but, oh my God, death, babies, condoms, birth control. Ah, here's what you do. You can take turns, flip a coin. So um, person A and person B, this is gender non-specific. Person A, comfies up in bed, propped up by pillows. Person B, and they can be naked if that's the agreement. Person B lies against them back to front. Person B takes care of themselves from the waist down. And person A takes care of them from the waist up. Breast or chest play, neck kissing, ear whispering, that kind of thing. And then you can switch. So no death, no babies, no condoms, no worry, no must, no fuss. It's just, hey. Um, and that's a way to build intimacy without risking. Because, you know, your moms were right. Intercourse is a big deal. Yeah. And it's not because, first, of what it can happen. Death and babies. Pretty big deals. I'm saying, you know, the, the death and Those are big consequences. <laughs> And you have finals next week. So, hey, yo, back it off a little bit. But it's important for young people to have pleasure, intimacy, experimentation, trying things out. That didn't work. Oh, my God. You know, just just mm-hmm. sex takes practice. To be good at sex takes practice. That's a good. That is an absolutely it, 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 it's, something it's, to hear. You cannot, you know, how did they get to the Super Bowl? By playing football a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> how, you know, how do you get to be Nina Hartley? By having a whole lot of sex. But not just a whole lot of sex sex but a whole lot of sex with mindfulness and presence and compassion towards self and others so if if i as a female bodied person can say you know what i can be fully emotionally present to this level of physical behavior and after that i'm going to shut down and disassociate and leave the building so a smart young man says i would like the woman to remain with me in the room so i will tailor my beha- my behavioral expectations to what she says are her limits to stay present in the room so the, hence the trading off, you know, I take care of my below pants and you take care of the boobie, et cetera, et cetera. So that way, we just like ease into in this. How do we talk about sex? Can we talk about sex? Or was it just like, oh, he was, tri- you know, you okay. Don't, you, you don't have, no, you don't have, you don't have to put yourself or your partner at risk to have wild well, sexual adventures. Sex. So Cam. Yeah. Let's hear about you. I'm going to backtrack a little just because we got a little bit sidetracked on this. But what happened when you told your friends that you were going to be interviewing Nina Hartley? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, my friends, were their immediate response was like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Like, you have to make a move on her. And I was like, then I start going down a a dark road. What if you came on to me? Then I'd feel obligated (laughs) to make a move on you. What? I, I, and then if I, what if we, I didn't, you know, so it was like a, that, that pressure, I think that societal pressure that you should always be hooking up with someone or you should. Or, or want to be. Yeah. You so so if I'm going to move on you, you can use your word saying, wow, I'm really flattered, but thank you, no. Yeah. No, but even but if I, he didn't, he, it wasn't even a question of thank you, no. He just felt pressured from his friends he, because how can you turn down someone that most guys have been I mean, I had to, even on our, we did a little spoof on the, on our oh YouTube channel about it. Not a spoof, but we basically talked about this discussion and all the guys in the, I'll take, a, I'll take that guy's place anytime he's, he's not yeah, comfortable. They're all writing comments. They, uh, they, 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 they say that now. <laughs> but then when they get together, well, then they'll be intimidated. They are because again, this is where the porn sex versus real sex problem comes in. So in porno sex, the men never have problems. That's all been edited out for your viewing pleasure. Yes, we are quite all, all the struggles with erections, all the all all gone. Whoo, la, 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 la. And only the the hard bits are left. I in. think so you're making so, a lot of guys feel better when they hear that oh, because yeah, they sure. they watch these porn. And then this guy is like going <clears throat> at it for hours. You know, no, 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 no. Now, porno guys do know how to last a long time. Some of them have naturally high triggers, and any young man is well counsel to learn how to gain cock control through private masturbation and experimentation till he can stay in the happy zone at least 20 minutes no thinking about dead babies no thinking about math actually why do you look at me and say no thinking about math 
Math, Myth. not math. Math, math. math yeah, because right. you know you hear the joke. You know, <laughs> you know, no, you hear the guy you're trying to save off orgasm by doing batting averages, and it's like that removes oh, that that removes you mostly from the scene. So right. your job, right, right. your job at home, fellas, is to learn how to give yourself a damn fine time for at least twenty minutes. Feeling that good, not distracting yourself. It's like learning how to surf the pleasure, stay with the pleasure. That's what men can do. Well, I've, I've actually counseled him after talking to you because he's had this premature ejaculation issue that he's this discussed. Is, this is well discussed on our yeah, show. Yeah, on our show. We've talked about this a lot. <laughs> I, I didn't think you'd be outing him. Uh, I'm not yeah. outing him. Don't worry. He's, this is something he's comfortable talking about, I think. Anyway, yeah. he, he really did want to find some help with this. And so... I said to him, well, this is what Nina Hartley told me to do, you know, before a date, masturbate for a half hour. Yeah. And then and Cam. Well, so, so there are a few, I've tried it. It's a little, few, couple issues. One is that I find masturbation, so back to like not being that sexual or not feeling the need to, I, I think masturbation for me feels a little waste of time. And you see, I feel you may be very similar because I don't, I'm not genital, genitally um, um, propelled. Mm. So for me, sex is here down. It's not for, uh, for a lot of people, especially young people. It's often from the from the from the crotch up, mm. and that makes them go out and find people. And for me, it's like oh, all. So if yeah. I don't have another person in the room, I would never masturbate. Oh, I mean, I would, and, and you're both Pisces, so that could have something to do with it. Yeah, it could. I mean, it, it could be. And we've talked about how I it, it relates to my inability to like sit down by myself and watch TV. But mm-hmm. if I'm with someone else and we can share a conversation afterwards, then it becomes a, <clears throat> uh, a, a group activity. So if I can be completely inappropriate and offer any kind of suggestion, yes, yes. I would say as you, so instead of that trick, which is not working for you, so mm-hmm. I, I, everything, obviously, these are my ideas. If it doesn't work for you, don't do it. It's your body. I mean, <laughs> right, right, right. you know, you're actually there. I'm just thinking about it. So when you're doing your partner selection, you're probably going to want to find a equally um, brainy, shy girl who also wants to move slow and for you i think instead of you know intercourse maybe have to wait till the sixth or seventh date you mm-hmm. know sweetheart let's just make out tonight i did, did you know I, did, I like you a lot mm-hmm. i like to get to know you better but i don't want some weird porno thing yeah yeah and no, by she, w- but, but, but no but i would like i would like to be into with you how about a hot makeout session fully dressed mm. and the right girl's gonna go oh my gosh really thank you so much because the women are now feeling pressured that they have to be groomed and clean and they have to and they have to give fellatio like a you know so they women because of often i think because of porn some young women have performance anxiety as well i have mm-hmm. to come four times i was going to ask you about that like yeah. what you know the pressure to have an orgasm is just like crazy yawn Okay, again, again, again. So some of the women in pornography actually are easily orgasmic women. They have a low orgasmic threshold and then trip it over several times. That plus their exhibitionism, plus the hot guy like Derek Pierce, it it works for them. By the way, he does, he, he, he also grew up masturbating to you. He informed us of that. I've I've still, (laughs) and and, and I've yet to do a scene with him. Um, So I think he'd be amenable to that. Cool. Derek, cool. Um, So (laughs) he's cute, I gotta be honest. So the. So the, so the pressure, the pressure on young men is to be ready to go out of the starting gate, have that much cock and be able to last for that long. We're professionals. Don't try this at home. So and for women, they have to be this kind of ready and this orgasmic and, and, and take this much and, and want this much and need this much. And it's like, ah, real life sex is about the connection with the people and some people like to take it slower and some people some some women like to have sex without love and some men really prefer sex in relationship that is the culture says you're supposed to wander all the time i supposed to only want relationships you know blah 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 so yeah that so that so so no so if, if the culture says you're supposed to wander all the time i'm supposed to say no all the time or i'm a slut then it forces you to lie to me right. of course i love you baby. i love you love you love you baby I give in to it because I can't say I'm horny too. You're cute. I can't do that. So, but if I love him, it's okay. And then afterwards, you know, I find out you lied to me. And the guy's going, I can't win for losing. If I was straight with you, slap, 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 you dog, you pig. Right, right. So, but I'm being honest. I think you're hot. I would like to sleep with you. And, and that might turn into something. I don't know. Right. And so he has to lie. Of course, baby, I love you. So he's feeling, circle, circle. Bad. All right, let's go back to the pressure of orgasm. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and men can have it too. Men can, men, men, men can, men can feel pressure to orgasm as well. And but some, I think women, you know, oh, totally. you can have a, and I think, and I'm wondering if it has to do with age too. I, I don't know. Um, but sometimes, you know, you, uh, again, 
uh, women do not need to have an orgasm every time, and the process is fun. But sometimes, like the the pressure to have an orgasm is just it's just really difficult. It's really true that a woman does not need to come to have a good time, and yeah. it's also very often true that five minutes after you leave, out comes a buzzy thing. Oh, Boom, God, yeah. orgasm, that, good to yeah, sleep. That is true, So too. for a lot of women, intercourse <laughs> is foreplay to orgasm. Yeah. Very few women That's can come during orgasm. And in le- and, and if it's, it's a hot fling, it's you like... mean come during sex? During, yeah, during, during intercourse, yeah. yeah. During, during actual penetration um, with a penis uh, in a vagina. Um, and so... Many's the time that he would leave, and I get—I was super excited. I had a good time. Right. It was cute, and they don't but take you, offense. Men do not need to take offense if you cannot you, come. It's just—it's not the same. We don't need to come every time. And but it's, then it's, as more soon as they leave, it's more emotionally complex. Yeah. La la la, vulnerability. La 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 la. Who knows why? I cannot come with you the first or second time we're together. It, it doesn't matter. It's my orgasm. I'm going to have it when I want to, and I don't come for you. <laughs> It's something. It's so never, ever, ever say to a girl, "Oh, baby, come for me." Just, just, uh-huh. just don't. Because um, then the pressure is on. No, and, and it's, it's like the and worst. It's the worst, and it's like I don't come for you. I come for me. <laughs> and if you're lucky, you're in the room. <laughs> and I've been married to my wonderful husband for 16 years. He's the only man I ever want. I've made love with him for 16 years and still like it and still want it. Wow, that's a good thing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the original one and done girl, or four times a year if you don't call me. You're uh, talking about men, men, but boy people. I just, I just don't, I don't need, boy I don't, I don't need, I don't need to be in relationship with a man to enjoy having sexual relationships with him. And usually the more I know a guy, it's like, wow, now I want it even less. <laughs> um, and with my husband, you still enjoy it. I still enjoy it because that's, that's why, why marriage. However, after 16 years, he still doesn't make me come. Really? I He's never made you come? No one makes me come. I make me come. Wait, are you going to say? Okay, I don't <laughs> no, no, me, 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 Meaning, he helps me. He he gets me. He takes me from his goal, his end zone, to the half yard line of my end zone. I have to. I call it the clitterback sneak. I have clitter to. Back I, sneak. I, I, love that. I I have to. I have to. I have to get myself over. I have to be touching my clit myself to go over the edge. Now, well, have and you the, tried? I'm going <laughs> to. I can't even believe I'm asking Nina Hartley if she's tried this. Have you tried? Um, a small vibrator on you while you're facing him, him, uh, you know, so in other words, you guys are looking at each other's eyes. You, are, you can use your, he's not an eye gazer. He's well, not, okay, he's not, no, 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 no. But no, I've, we, we believe we've tried everything. No, I'm and, just saying, have you tried to use a vibrator on your clit while you're on top of him? Um, and coming while he's inside you. Um, the best way for, him to, for me to come with him inside me is anal sex. <laughs> Oh, and you're still using a vibrator. Yeah, because okay. because but one thing when he's in my butt, the vibrator doesn't get in the way of him because some guys don't like the buzzing thing on the balls. It's like, and eh, that's annoying, that's distracting. So his orgasm for him is very complicated. So he has to he has to maneuver him his way there. So we are very comfortable with the fact that my orgasm is complicated too. He doesn't take it personally that he cannot push me over the edge. We have lots of playmates that he gets them off with his mouth. They come during intercourse. So it's, it is me. It's not him. So you have a very open relationship. With we're very yeah. We're, okay. we're we're not and 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 open relationships are not better than monogamy. No, they're just, just they're just as you're monog- you're a monogamously oriented person or you're not a monogamously oriented person. So you don't evolve into non-monogamy. You evolve into deeper monogamy, um, more heartfelt and more exposed and more intimate monogamy. But you don't you don't expand outward. If your orientation is one partner at a time, that's fine. Now, can that change over time or over the course of a relationship? It it can it can um so that uh dan savage bless his heart has come up with the word monogamish mm-hmm. which is um uh so you and i so every couple has a term of what monogamish is um one i was listening to the wonderful writer janet hardy who wrote the ethical slut the best like book it. ever yeah. so she's she is so years ago she was at a conference and she's talking and this woman said you know my husband and i are monogamous and janet said but I had my fist in you last night. But for this couple, monogamy was they reserved penis and vagina intercourse for each other. Mm. That was so that fingers that, and fists it, well, and it, everything it, else. It, yeah, be. but but the only penis in me is yours, mm. and the only vagina I will enter is yours. And, and other than that, party. So, <laughs> and, and so that, it's just the and that couple's work, agreement. And you can't change the agreement one sided. It's just a or can, well, that's conversation. Why yeah. couldn't it change over time? You, no, you, you re- can't renegotiate the agreement. <laughs> say the word again. Renegotiate the agreement. Oh, that. So people say, Nina, is it cheating? It's like, 
no, it's not cheating because it's completely out in the open. Yeah. Cheating, cheating is so, behind someone's back. Now, which I have done. I've been a cheater when I was trying to live as a monogamous, monogamish person in a triad. But you were in porn then. People say, you, but Nina, you were a swinger. You lived, you know, with a couple. You did porn. How could you be cheating? Lying and withholding. I, I neglected to tell my ex-husband, I'm unhappy. I feel stifled. I'm really angry at you. You have to go. So I just did what many women do is I compartmentalized and went and had an affair. Mm. Um, I see. Well, that's, that's, your, that's, that's that, what you consider cheating, right? Lying and withholding. Yeah, right. Breaking okay. the agreement. Breaking the agreement one-sidedly without, without saying, you know, it, you know, the whole book. Very go interesting. Yeah. So back to Cam. Back to Cam. Back to Cam. ejaculations. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> so premature as in before you want to come or before she wants you to come? Both. Okay, so yeah. so this is so this is where solo masturbation strictly as an exercise in learning body awareness and cock control, not not is is a useful thing. Mm-hmm. However, however, with the right girl, um, and if you're open about this in the beginning, I say, you know what, I would like to lay hold off on PIV intercourse until we feel comfortable with this. And so by then you'll have talked about it. You'll have done the, you'll have done things within relationship mm-hmm. that can, you can learn cock control with a partner. If they, if, and if they want to go slow too, win, win. Yeah. And that way, when you do have intercourse, you're really clear. A, this is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> um, and so there's no one to say that you have to have intercourse within the third date. Who says that you have intercourse if, and when you f- both want it. So do your so first it sounds like the way you're talking about it this is something that you can overcome yourself. Yes. Yes. And is it is it uh something that you just is it, is it like you just get used to sex and so it's not as like um no I think uh, it's because you get you learn you learn your bodies if people want to last longer, there is the becoming aware of the moment where it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. The sensation here in your crotch, where it's inevitable. And then identifying 90 seconds to two minutes before that mm-hmm. and say, okay, left turn, stop, stop sensation, apply pressure, stop movement, breathe, pull can out, he, pull he, out. I was do the say, two what if he just pulls out and goes down on, on whoever? Pull out that, and do this, what they call the, the can, Masters and Johnson called it the squeeze technique. So pull out. First nine seconds before inevitable squeeze. <sighs> Go down. So ninety seconds before might be before we even start. That <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then he's, he's already done. Okay, we're okay. talking about thirty seconds. Okay, then there is. So you're young enough. So if you have that first one, if right, right. So, so 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 you have the first one right away, and then if you're find other things to do for 35 Go to 45 minutes no for me it's like immediate i get right back up again but oh. it's the the humiliation and the like disappointment that comes why is but, it but, why is that humiliating though i don't understand because your porn says you're supposed to last right, an hour right. but but right. think about it why would that be humili- humiliating if anything it's a turn on to her to know that she made you come that quickly as long as you're willing to keep going yeah yeah it, and, and, and yeah it's the, pr- the societal pressure sure. it's like but sure. women women i as a woman I was, I'm like, if I can get a guy to literally come like 30 seconds, that means yeah. he's really turned on by me. And yeah, then, then there'll be a refractory period and, and you can get it up again. And so how long is your refractory period-ish? Between one and five minutes. So oh, then, fine. You're fine. So, <laughs> fine. So, so actually you're fine because also, this is also where I like to tell people, learn about hand sex or what lesbians call it, sex. Um, don't forget, lesbians have sex for hours with no penis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have massive orgasms. You learn you learning how to use your hands and your fingers, um, effectively helping her use toys, oral sex. Um, there are so many kinds of ways to please women sexually that do not involve your penis. And another thing that porn does that annoys me is because it is so cartoonish, it puts out the idea that the only way you can please her is with your penis. And the only way you can be pleased is through your penis. Mm. As opposed to kissing, eye gazing, hugging, stroking, all the other, you know, the penis is what 5% of your body, of your body surface, but your whole body is an erogenous zone. Mm. Your skin is your largest organ, you know, so how you, so there's so many other ways to share good feelings than just your penis. Penises are great. I'm not knocking penises. I like penises. I like However, penises. Um, I also <laughs> like I also like all other kinds of things. So becoming the man who knows from toys, who knows from his hands, peen, 
you won't have any problem with it. And even it, for women, I mean, I've had other porn stars that say, oh, I only can come externally. Well, what do you mean you can only come externally? That, clitoral, that, stimu- that, clitoral stimulation, they don't need penetration. I understand that, but but they're saying I'm weird because of that. And I, I'm saying 99% weird. of all women only can yeah. come from external stimulation. Well, oh, I would say fully 60% of women need direct clitoral stimulation That's to all? orgasm. No, direct direct clitoral stimulation to come plus whatever else might be going on. And up to 40% um, can come during intercourse because the way it rubs is is a way of direct stimulation. Right. But I I've, 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 mean, I've seen some women who I've seen women getting doggy style without touching their clits who can come that way. Some really? women have some women have low orgasmic thresholds. It doesn't mm-hmm. take a whole lot to get them off. Especially Most though women, I think that in younger girls. I mean, it used to be much easier when I was in early twenties. I, I right I, I, yeah, hormone. Yeah, yeah. I mean literally I'd have like an orgasm like in your you know, pants. They yes. humping his leg. Yes. Sleeping. Those are those like, are the best. <laughs> a guy touching my boobs. I'm like, right. really? What? I had an orgasm? Yeah. You know, so it doesn't happen that way when you're, you know, over but, the age of whatever. Well, no, past menopause you know people have people said to me i had one friend who was a mad sex creature all through her 20s 30s and 40s she just lovely relationship lots of fun things wrote books about it just fabulously sexual and she said hey, hit menopause and like a switch went off for her that wasn't distressing she's in an open relationship and so the male partner has they have it they're now they're now a triad so the male partner has a regular sex sexual partner but she doesn't miss that she's had so much of it right she doesn't miss the desire and she doesn't miss the activity. She said, sometimes I get a little crush feeling on some hot, hot on some hormone. Um, but she, but she doesn't, but she doesn't, she doesn't seek sex. She doesn't miss it. She doesn't masturbate anymore. And it's fine with her. She's perfectly okay with it. Um, for me, my postmenopausal sex is very like my premenopausal sex, which is I need another person in the room to get me interested. And even when I was young and in my twenties, Again, my vulva didn't say feed me, you know. Feed me, Seymour. I knew women. I mean, knew girls in high school who would lit, who had more strict parents than I did, who would climb out the windows at night and go hunting for boys. I mean, just because their bodies are going, boys. I want boys. I need mm-hmm. boys. Boys, where are boys? I tried telling that to Cam that that girls in their twenties are just as horny, if not hornier than boys. And the guys don't. The guys think that you know, like it's such a conquest. But the girls are really like. Interested in having sex too. Well, so I think what why we get that impression a lot is because it. Well, first of all, society is kind of telling you that, but also the feeling that I think it seems like girls want to get in relationships faster than guys want to get in relationships, which would suggest that sex doesn't mean as much as the relationship does to them. But how much of that is their own need and versus cultural expectations and pressure? Because slut shaming is a real thing. Yeah. And on it, slut shaming is a real thing for girls. And I want the relationship shaming is, an, you know, if you, if you don't oh, want, if you don't want sex with any girl who'll give it to you, what's wrong with you? Are you, right. are, you are you a real man? Right. Are you well, gay? I think, Cam, right. I think Cam has had that pressure. Oh, I've, of course I've had From that me. pressure. No, yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, then I, okay. A little bit. A little bit. I, I'll, I'll accept a little bit. No, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to slut shame my son, but I mean, I'm, I want relationship him to, relationship shame. Well, not even, no, not relationship I want you to know, though, that it, it's okay to to go after someone that you're not made. made that's not going to be your true love. I mean, go for it. Why not? It's but if be he, fun but, for them. But if he if he prefers sex and relationship, by the time he gets married, he may only have had three lovers. That's okay. Yeah. It, as long as it's, any sexual interaction you have needs to serve your needs. Mm-hmm. And fuck the society. Fuck your mother. Fuck me. Just fuck what we think you should <laughs> don't, have. Don't say fuck me. He's you already know. feeling pressured. <laughs> <laughs> rim shot (laughs) the most important thing I can tell any individual and especially young person is to understand the pressure from society is there but recognize that is the cultural that's cultural pressure and you get to filter it through into you as you as you wish so there's there's what the organism like wants to be happy a little or a lot, harder, fast, Mm -hmm. and then what the culture says you're supposed to want so in a male-bodied person you're supposed to want to spread your seed as much as possible. Right. And so yet the reality is that this particular physical manifestation of a man person is like that doesn't that doesn't work for me. Right, right. And so the job of the the job of the twenty something person is to separate out their family training from their own desires yeah. and also to separate out what do I want and recognize what does the recognize what pressure do I feel from the culture 
and what do I really want? And then in the 20s, find the strength and the maturity and the integrity to say, I'm going to honor my needs and everyone else, as I say, can stand in line to take a number (laughs) to kiss my ass. Yeah. Well, so this is very interesting because I I see myself experiencing this questioning and I, I know a lot of my friends do. And for me, it, I think, I think the insecurity is, I, I would use blue cheese as a good example. I, I, growing up, I hated blue cheese. And if it weren't for everyone else telling me, blue cheese is actually pretty fucking good. You should try it out. And me trying it out many, many times and then learning that, oh yeah, I do like blue cheese. Then, then I would never have liked blue cheese in the, in the long run. So, so yeah, and the same thing when you were going on rides and, uh, in the water parks and you were scared right, right. and then I'd push you to go on it and you enjoyed it. Right. So it's this balance of not knowing how much to accept the cultural norm and how much to, you know, accept what I'm feeling in the, uh, and how uh, much you want to risk. Right. Yeah, risk humiliation, risk rejection, risk, no, risk embarrassment, risk, no, risk trying it and, you know, kind of pushing yourself. You right. kind of have so to sometimes push your, push yourself to do something, even if it's, it's not in your comfort zone. True. Um, and, but there's a little caveat when it involves your genitals because <laughs> death and babies. Um, as long as you're being safe. Right. Yes. But safe also means emotionally safe. Yeah. So there, so do you do ski at all? Yeah. Do you ski? Yeah. So green circle, blue square, black diamond, double mm-hmm. black diamond. So listen, green circle, the bunny slope, you're asleep. Bum dum No, no effort. Doesn't, you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're not checked in going back to Buddhism, double black diamond. We're gonna die. <laughs> right, right. So you can be too asleep to grow or you can be too panicked to grow. Mm-hmm. So the idea with sex is to make it just scary blue square enough mm-hmm. to be you're present. You're fully present. You're not checked out. You haven't abandoned yourself. You haven't run away. You haven't, but you're totally there. A little scared, just like the ride, a little a scared enough a to be scared. open to yourself, right. uh, but not so scared that you go, you, you, yeah. you check back yeah. and not what you've always done because, Hey, I don't want to. So sex, sexuality is a great place to do that because only you know what makes you just scared enough. Mm-hmm. Is it talking to the girl? Right. Is it whatever? I don't have to know what it is, but just only, you know what, Okay, yeah, good, 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 good for the day. Good, good for the day. Okay, fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Because there's also the the blue square single black diamond interface. You don't want to get too far with that because then you can also go off the tr- trail and break a leg. So let's so let's just keep it on the keep it here. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about pushing a little, pushing your boundaries just a just little, just a little out of your comfort zone. Right, yeah. right, right. And not worrying so much about your partner. He's also concerned about like, well, what happens if. The girl gets attached to me, and then how am I going to break up with her? And, and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so you could help. That's a really good question. What if the girl gets attached to you? Right. Because this is, why you, this is why you avoid intercourse, because intercourse means something. Yeah. So if we take intercourse and just say, you know what, Susie, I really dig you. I love spending time with you. But for all kinds of reasons that we can go into later, I have personally made a, a, a promise myself not to have intercourse. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I don't want to be naked with you. It doesn't mean I don't want to have to be rolling around in bed with you. Mm-hmm. All that's awesome, but for my own needs, I just need I need to not do that um, for for uh, not until uh, further notice. Yeah. And then she can say, "Dude, I need to get boned." Uh, no, no, <laughs> that's great. Um, yay, good luck. Um, I my friend George. No, no, you, maybe if she said, "I do it," I need to get boned, and then he says, with the understanding that with, this may not work out, and I don't want to be you know held yeah. accountable. Then go for it. See, see, this is this is this. I'm so glad we're different because I, I, I would, I would, I would not. I'm not a mother. I would not encourage. I would not encourage you to if she's go. Saying, if she's saying, but but I'm then, okay with it. No, but then he has. Then it puts pressure on him to go. How long do I last? Da, 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 da. Am I fucking? If I'm fucking right, and, and so how about? So you know, it's not. It's if so it, funny. The porn star is telling me that I'm putting too much pressure to have on my son to have sex. Yeah, that's, that's a little. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting pressure on your son to have sex within the context that makes him feel that makes you right. feel safe enough to show up. Right, 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 right. And to say honestly, you know what? Um, you have to say, you don't have to blame religion. Say, you know what? I, I turns out that I, I'm not. I'm not that guy, and I really prefer to have my intimacy within relationship. Mm-hmm. Of whatever level, yeah. I'm not saying that I have to be that you get on the marriage track, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't like, I don't like casual hookups. Right. Yeah. I don't, but, I'm, I, I'm so, not suited to them. So I, I would get. So I do feel like the, the physical urges, you know, to have right. sex with someone, but the fear that this person is going to grow attached, um, that's kind of what. Yeah. 
prevents me from doing it because I'm like, what if it doesn't work out? And then I'm going to have to hurt this person's feelings. And that's the risk you take by having intimacy. Intimacy means risking hurt. And so part of growing up is learning how to negotiate and navigate that compassionately for yourself and others and effectively. I did not learn that trick very early on um, till very recently. It's a very... That's what you get for having adult relationships, having mm-hmm. to deal with adult feelings. Now, are you and speaking from the girl's perspective? I'm, a, a human perspective. So, no, I mean, in that scenario. Right, because it could happen. It could be the case that I get involved with someone you, and she wants to exactly, get the Exactly, exactly. So but you always want that risk. You, you do. Uh, um, no matter how, even non-intercourse sex, where you're not risking death or baby, right, it's still kids. risking. You're ri- it's not even by the disease at this point. It's, you're risking feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... But if you don't risk feelings, you will never eventually find them. But you're clearly husband material. You're clearly mate material. I always say that to um, No, but it's 30. I mean, so you have, you have nine more years to go. No, he's not 21. But he's going to be 27 but, in a month. But Fine, whatever. At some, <laughs> at some point in the future, you're clearly husband material. And so, so relationships mean risking feelings, risking hurting and being hurt, mm-hmm. being misunderstood, misunderstanding, and then learning how to use your words to ha- talk that through and is disengage. really important yeah. and disengage and then le- learn what is just your partner's bullshit she's dumping on you versus what is, uh, no, she has a point. Yeah. yeah she yeah. has a point because um, each of us has bullshit <laughs> and sometimes we bring it up in a fight and, and learning how to say, that's not my issue. Mm-hmm. But this one is. This right, one is our issue. Right, and right. I totally, you know what? I should totally have called you when I was going to be home late. I'm really sorry. And it was, now, it was, it was. the appeal for these younger guys to, with older women is that. Absolutely. hundred percent. It's called cougar appeal. That's well, still, so because first for, with young, for, I tell young men, it, it, an older woman does not want your money, your ring or your baby. She wants to maybe go back and relive her youth through you and show you a good time. She wants to go back and actually experience being comfortable and, and, and sexy and, and not awkward and stupid and get, claim, reclaim some of that from her, from her youth. Um, you're hot and young. Yay. Yeah, right. Who wouldn't want to mm-hmm. touch a beautiful, hot, young body? Absolutely. And the and I think smart, and smart, young, like and smart the- young men will... will have a time in their twenties where cougars are it because that's they can learn from learn they from her learn. and then when they're twenty eight to thirty something then they are ready to be with a woman their own age if they want the family right, right, relationship right. thing right. but we have when they're both young then you have the blind leading the, the blind, blind, leading the blind feelings right. get hurt miscommunication misunderstandings what did you you know and so the idea of an older partner mentoring a younger partner sexually with the understanding at some point this too shall pass right. and it will be time. We'll, we'll know when it's time for you to move on and we'll be friends and, and, and we'll be friends. It, so I'm, I have one, he's 39 now, but I, his mother at the time, 17 years ago said, would you make love with my son? <laughs> oh, ah. And she was a very liberal person, but he was 22. So he's, he was not 18. He was 22. And so he and I made love a couple, two or three times, and I gave him a lot of you know feedback. But more importantly, then for the rest of his 20s and into his 30s, I was more of a mentor. He would call and, up. And now, he probably was always attracted to older women after that experience, too. Um, He actually ended up marrying an age-appropriate person. Mm. So he, he, for him, he's not into older. He's into mm-hmm. sexual. And he's had older girlfriends. He's had age parallel girlfriends um his what his his wife when he was married was his age uh so the the uh but we we also knew it wasn't it was never he was no was falling in love with anybody and it was a teaching thing um in back in greek times of course the older male would take the younger male and and teach him which did include sex and then he, the younger male would age out of that situation and move on and become his own mentor become a mentor to somebody else and so so the idea back in the 70s we were told you know intergenerational sex is always power imbalance always wrong yeah because right. those days always you know the, the older kind of that way the older with, predatory the male with the younger female right. it it's, doesn't have to be that way right, right. depending on but the older person um, for the most part, does have the power. They have the social power, the economic power. They have the, right. the, the emotional power to um, the experience to, if they want to be evil, they can totally be evil to a younger person. This is, this is gender neutral. Right. And some younger people are manipulative, manipulative little... Fucks? Fucks. <laughs> gender neutral. But as a general rule, it is a very nice thing. I love mentoring younger people because... A, I'm married, and so I'm not falling. I'm not right, doing. Right, right. I'm not doing this to cling to my youth to somehow feel. No, I'm. I have experience. 
I want you to have a good sex life. So some of the, some of the, the physical skill sets I can teach you how to touch more effectively, how to, I can teach you those things, where to apply it, how to meet the girl. I don't know. That's a, that's on you, but I can help you once you get someone to say yes. I would like to be naked with you. We're talking technique, then. Then, then, then I can, then I then can. Then you run the risk though of those young guys falling in love with you. And then, then if you are an emotionally mature woman, you learn how to say, "I, I've done my job." No, 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 no. It's like I totally. It's natural for you to feel this, and it's also going to be natural for it to to fade, because we are not mate. We're gonna, we cannot mate, and if. Uh, sooner or later it'll be you'll realize you know what it's time for me to move on thank you very much it's been lovely i'll send you christmas cards um i don't i don't i don't want to collect a stable of young boys who are looking to me for emotional sustenance it's like i have a husband one's enough one one person to whom i'm emotionally responsible Mm -hmm. for me is enough one people to whom i'm sexually responsible i can have a large variety of those because i assume that when they're not with me they are getting other information other places i'm one piece of a puzzle that they're putting together for themselves so they need information from me, they can come to me. They need information from you, they're going to listen to you. So hopefully in their 20s, the person is casting about, are you, you know, you're reading Siddhartha, you're reading, you know, you, you have your spiritual search, you know, so you read all the, the great religions of the world and all the philosophers, and then you, and then one of the things hopefully you're searching for sexually, what am I? What do I want? What turns, what does turn me on? Or some people like my husband always knew, he always knew he liked to be in charge. From, he, he's never had a non-dominant fantasy his entire life, ever. From the first time he started having sexual, the first time he knew sex, he's always fantasized being in the bus with willing women. He never wanted to overpower no, no, anybody. No, 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 no. no he's, not, he's, he's not that guy. But he always assumed that the woman he was going to be cruel to, air quotes, would mm-hmm. welcome that cruelty. Right. And it turns out there are enough women out there like myself who are... A caveat: Masochists don't "quote unquote" like pain. Masochists appreciate their nerve endings like intensity. When I stub my toe, it hurts. Right, but when he but pinches when I, but your nipple, it you like feels it. amazing. <laughs> um, and so, and so, so when, when it comes to um, sexual sadism and masochism, the giving and receiving of intense stimulation, context and consent is everything. Period. Full stop. There's right, no right. negotiation about that. But. My husband's not a jerk, so he makes sure to find women who go, yeah, want it. And how does he find out? He asks them. Yeah, Going back, we talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the 20, your 20s are really for that job. Yeah. Reading yeah. And, and looking at movies and talking to people and experimenting and having your heart broken and breaking somebody's heart and going, oh, my God, I won't do that again. That's a no. So, so you know by the time you hopefully are mated, because most people like want to be monogamous. Right. Most people, most people, that's all they can handle. I think 75% of people just need to be monogamous. Just like one at a time is good right. for you. Know thyself. Know thyself. Know thyself. That's really important. And with that, we know thyself. We must we must say adieu. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cam. We I think this is awesome. Nina. You guys know. I love that you guys are doing this. Yay. Woo. <laughs> Please subscribe to our Sex Talk with My Mom yes. podcast. Yes. Please subscribe brain overload brain 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 fight call into our hotline and we'll try to answer your questions on the air and we love you all you can hit us up on uh, twitter at sex talk podcast at on instagram and facebook at sex talk with my mom and, and some of nina's links will be in our description box on itunes and we love you Bye-bye. bye bye spreading love uh-huh.